some of us were pro-vaccine and are now anti-vaccine due to a horrific vaccine injury. Uh-oh, a horrific vaccine. Those, you know what I don't understand about this vaccine? They're taking this vaccine in Great Britain, the vaccine that was created here. How is it that they make this vaccine here and the people in the United States don't even get it first? I'm telling you, that is no. Well, Donald Trump uh, put an end to that. He signed an executive order saying that here in the United States, uh, we get our vaccines first and then we'll ship them overseas. 855-765-1045. Bud is in Jacksonville. Bud, happy whatever you want Wednesday. How are you? Thank you, Mark. Enjoyed your show. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm here, like I say, I'm here in Jacksonville. I'm 78 years old okay. when I was 22 and 23 years old. I was a door gunner in the first Cav. Uh, and ever since then, I've been really interested in politics. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but I listen to all the talk shows all day long and into the evening as I move around. I listen to them because it is the only place that you can get any real news on politics. You can't get it off the television. You can't, sure you can't get it out of the newspaper. But, uh, I wanted to say this, and I've never heard it on any other show or anything, but Joe Biden on all the talk shows of the host is always talking about Joe Biden being in his basement, not coming out. Not holding any rally. Yeah. He did. There was no crowds. Well, my opinion of that is he may have already knew what the outcome of the election was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be. There was one. I don't know if you remember the interview, but you probably didn't see it on any of those news sources that you mentioned. But we played it here a couple of times where Joe Biden actually said and it was a slip of the tongue or maybe it wasn't. Maybe he was just he was taunting I, us. I, but he, yeah, he said uh, he said we put together the right. most we, the most um, what is it uh, formative f- voter fraud, uh, you know, or organization in history. And then he went on to right. say, I don't need your vote to win. I need you after the election. So a couple of things there that led people to believe exactly what you you're saying. Uh, today. And it's sad if that's the case. Uh, but also, these people should not get away with it. That's the thing. And, and Mark Levin, I don't know if you guys ever listened to Mark Levin, but he said something the other day. He said people are like, well, we can't let this happen next time. You know, next time they're, we're going to we're going to fight to keep this from happening. No, you can't just wait for next time. You have to fight this time. You can't let any injustice go by. You can't let any crime be committed without anyone, uh, you know, being being taken to task. Or, or held accountable. That's how crime works. Someone commits a crime, you fight them tooth and nail. That's it. You put them, it's like, oh, you killed somebody? Well, you got away with it this time, but next time we'll be ready for you. That's not, that's not how it works. If you kill somebody, they investigate, and they get evidence, and they find testimony, and they run DNA tests, and it could be 5, 10, 15, 20 years. It could you could be you could end up on cold case. There could be DNA evidence that they find 20 years from now that that convicts you of a crime that you thought you were getting away with scot free. You fight and you and you convict and you make sure that any wrongdoers are brought to justice. And that includes election, especially election fraud, because it's not just a crime against one person. It's a crime against 75 million voters who were who are who feel disenfranchised. And really, it's a crime against about 180 others or 180 total voters who were taking part in an election that didn't really matter anyway. 855-765-1045. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, this is the other Nick in New York. Hi, other Nick. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing good, man. What's going on, Nick? Uh, not much. Uh, I sent you a video uh, in your comments. Okay. I wasn't sure how else to do it. Um, I this video was sent to me a while back. I just been uh, kind of scared to share it, but I've sent it to Tucker Tucker Carlson, yeah, Sean Hannity. Yeah, I know those guys. Bond, um, and they haven't even received it yet, which 
makes me a little nervous. But what is the, what's you. in the video? Yeah, what's going on in the video? Is it something you can share with us on the radio or no? Um, it's well, it's in your comments. Uh, I don't know. I kind of wanted you to air it. Okay, all right. Well, let me go. I'll go take a look for it later, Nick. I appreciate you. Uh, I agree. We'll t- we'll take a look at it and we'll see if it's something um, we need to get out there on the air. Jason in Michigan. How you doing, Jason? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What's up? Hey, Mark. I'm doing all right. Yeah, well, uh, good. How are you doing today? Doing great. Sorry, uh, sorry to hear that you're getting sued by Texas. Yeah, it's it's all right. Uh, oh, good. We got to get this. Uh, ty- we got to get this tyrant out of here. Yeah, no um, kidding, man. I so, feel I do feel bad for. So, there's a lot of great people in Michigan too, and I feel bad for all y'all. Right, and I, and that's how, and that's how everybody around me feels. They're just like, what, what the what's going on? Do you, we we just got a like an update? They're just extending the lockdown or yeah. whatever uh, parameters uh, as of like last night or uh, Monday. I can't remember which it was, but um, yeah, this this just ridiculous. Yeah, no, I know, I understand. Anyway, well, what did you want to say today, sir? Okay, so there's this movie that had just come out. It's called uh, Fat Man. It, it's the Santa Claus that yeah. we need in, right now. Um, it's Mel got, Gibson, uh, right? He Mel plays. Gibson? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw an ad for. It. <laughs> is it really oh, good? Man. Oh, it is, it is so good. You need to sit down and watch it. Uh, okay. They need, this is this is the Santa that uh, that little kid needed uh, the uh, the other day when they, when that uh, that bad Santa told him no guns. Yeah, the bad Santa this told him no Santa. guns, right? Yeah, this is a Santa we need. Yeah, now correct me if I'm wrong, but this is about a Santa. It's, it's Santa who lives in the woods, and uh, and some kid doesn't doesn't like what he got for Christmas, so he hires a hitman to take him out, and Santa fights back. Is that that's the gist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they, but the uh, the he hires a hitman who also got uh, cold for Christmas yeah. when he was a kid, as most so as most hitmen do. Yeah, so they all had a, had a vendetta. Yeah, no, I saw an advert. I'll, I'll probably watch it. Now, here's the thing: my wife's very particular about what movies we watch together. That's probably not one I could convince her to watch with me. So um, I'll have to wait, you know, until. I don't have to like wake up at like three in the morning one day <laughs> just to like watch it before anyone before anyone knows. Eight five five seven six five a one oh four five. Thanks so much for calling. This is Austin in Maryland. How are you, Austin? Hey, I'm good, man. How you doing? Oh, doing great, man. Doing great. What's going on, Austin? So, so I I wanted to I haven't seen anybody mention this at all. I've been watching and waiting for a while. Yeah. And it's interesting. So twenty sixteen, man, I was heavily invested in the election. I was really not wanting Hillary in there and I was I was kind of weary about Trump. Yeah. I've grown to love him. Okay. Oh, good. And, um, yo, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's awesome. So, anyway, election night, man, I, you know, I learned from 2016, I was flipping between all the networks, Fox. I used to, you know, be a fan of them, not anymore. Um, Fox, CNN, ABC, this and that, third, whatever. And um, so this year, I was sitting up and I was watching, and all, you know, all the networks saying the same thing. They were saying... Oh, everything's going to appear blue because of the mail-in votes. Yeah, it's going to appear blue at first, and then you're probably going to see, you know, some states, especially the ones you would expect, to start flipping and whatever. So, what was interesting is that you know, Texas, Florida, Pennsylvania, you know, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Virginia, they were all blue initially when they first started airing the results, and they right. attributed that to mail-in votes. So I stayed up till eight in the morning watching and waiting. And as you were seeing these states, I mean, even Texas and Florida, they kind of like paused. And then you saw, you know, a lot of other states pause and they started shifting blue, yeah. you know, three, four o'clock in the morning. 
and they attributed it to mail-in votes. And I'm like, what the heck? Y'all were saying initially that they were blue because of mail-in votes. Everything turned red, even Virginia. Yeah, well, look, I mean, Austin, there were there, there were a couple of I mean, a couple of states, and it, it has to go it has to go state by state to get a real understanding. I understand what you're saying because I remember the same thing. Florida was red from the get-go. They were they were they were all the news anchors, especially on CNN. John King was just. He was so he was lamenting that Florida was red and that Biden was never able to gain a lead in Florida, because here in Florida, we now know we've learned after trial and error how to run an accurate election. And down in Miami, even that's where a lot of the uh, the Hispanic vote was going for Donald Trump. And he kept saying, look, if Joe Biden can't pull up the numbers here in Miami, he's lost Florida and potentially even the election. Ohio and Texas, they did. They started blue. Uh, but they quickly turned red. Virginia was red pretty much the entire night until Frederick County uh, up in, you know, the D.C. suburbs came in. And then all of a sudden it, they called it almost immediately. Your states like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin and, and Michigan, those were the three, though, that started red. And everyone was not surprised at all. And then eventually turned blue in the middle of the night. And unlike Ohio, which started blue and turned red, they do it differently. You know, state by state, you can choose how you count your ballots. And in Ohio, they count the mail-in ballots first. So Ohio, guess what? It's going to be blue. It's going to be blue because the mail-in ballots are coming in. But then once they've counted the mail-in ballots and then they get to the day of voting and they get to the day of ballots and the and the early ballots, that's when it quickly turned a solid red. Same thing with, um, you know, same thing with with Texas. It started off a little blue, but then, man, uh, come on, it was it's Texas for crying out loud. But those three states, you're right, in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, they started out red. They they continued to be red. And then all of a sudden the mail in dumps came and they all flipped to blue. It was definitely something that uh, was was quizzical and questionable. And again, people understand why those three states there, when you look at the governments, when you look at the cities, when you look at Detroit, when you look at Pennsylvania, when you look at Milwaukee, you're more likely to get a bunch of Democrats to do whatever it takes to flip the vote, whatever it takes to flip the vote in those three cities than you are in any other city in this country. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really, uh, we really appreciate it. Quick break. More of your calls on the way. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque, 855-765-1045. Again, some more open mic messages. Wasn't Herman Cain living in Atlanta? Man, wouldn't wouldn't that be some kind of awesome tribute to him to ask his wife? I mean, see if y'all can do it from his garage or something. Man, that'd be cool. Or I know he had an office. Wouldn't that be sweet to do it from Herman Cain's office? He did have an office, and uh, as far as I know, the the you know that's a great idea. We should probably because I, I know that his uh, his daughter's in charge of his of his account. We should try to reach out to them and see if we can figure out a way. Maybe not his office because that's a little secluded. We want to be out among the people for the runoff election on on uh, January fifth. We're planning our trip to Atlanta. We're going to be there. We're going to be in GA uh, for what is the most important election probably in this probably since the last one. I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. The, probably the, of the two elections this year. Or I guess it'll be next year. So it'll be the, by far the most important election of 2021. It's January 5th in Georgia, and we're going to uh, make the trek to broadcast live from there. But we will reach out to the uh, to the Kane family and, and see if they can help us um, you know, find a great spot in his memory to, to help him broadcast. That's a great idea. Thank you so much. If you're trying to get through and you can't on the phone, leave us an open mic like that guy did. Just do it in our mobile app. Uh, it's free to download yeah, iTunes Store or Google Play. This is Flynn in Canada. How you doing, Flynn? Hi, how you doing? I'm doing great. What part of Canada are you in? 
we're in the rebellious western part. Oh, okay, all right, gotcha. They're the ones that fought like crazy to keep Castro Jr. out of office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we can speak from experience watching what happened up here and seeing the same thing going on down there. Yeah. And what we understand instinctively up here is we're a bunch of marshmallows. And if Biden does take office, we're roasting over the dumpster fire he'll create. Yeah, that's a great way As to put it. As goes the U.S., so goes the world. Yeah, no, that is that is a great that's a great way to put it. Canada's a bunch of marshmallows just ready to be roasted over the <laughs> dumpster just fire. Just waiting to be roasted. The only thing keeping our idiot even remotely in check is Trump. Yeah. If Biden's in, he's got every bit of support he needs, and we really don't want that. We are the absolute epitome of why you guys have to protect your republic. We have not an electoral college. We have seats dispersed amongst our provinces. Right. But they're not evenly dispersed. So as a result, what ended up happening um, in 2019 is before they left the city of Toronto, they called the election for Trudeau. Because in Canada, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, and Victoria control the country. Yeah, right. Whatever those five cities want, the rest of us have to live with. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's one of the reasons why the Electoral College is so important here in the United States of America. Or at least it was until this last election. Uh, Flynn, we appreciate it. That's a great way to put it. And, and you summed it up brilliantly. And that is why Donald Trump was such a threat to leaders around the, the world. Uh, you know, he was, look, he was a boon to others. Israel loved Donald Trump. You know, the Middle East, so many peace agreements coming out of the Middle East because Donald Trump was able to go in there with a fresh set of eyes and say, hey, this is pretty easy. Let's put this together. And now you've got now you've got peace in the Middle East. You've got Israel, uh, you know, show seeing what, you know, back in basically back in um, back in hand in hand in in uh, in, you know, cahoots with the United States to to exercise what would be best for the world and especially the Middle East. And you're right. Canada, Mexico. Pretty much everything in the northern hemisphere and, and the southern hemisphere and well, all the hemispheres, it's really contingent on how strong the United States is. And Joe Biden does not put forward a strong United States at all. And that's one of the reasons why everybody worked together to get Donald Trump out of office. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More calls coming up. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. It's whatever you want Wednesday today. This is the one. I know a lot of people are listening going, man, there seems to be no rhyme or reason to this show today. There's all over the place. Well, that's because it's whatever you want Wednesday. And on whatever you want Wednesday, we don't do anything. We just answer the phones. We answer our open mic message. We talk about whatever you uh, want to talk about. You know, if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about, you know, something going on with the election or something going on in your individual state, this Texas lawsuit, for example, we, oh, Somebody called in and mentioned that Newsmax beat uh, Fox News for the first time ever. And that is true. It was a, it was a Greg Kelly reports, our buddy Greg Kelly, um, 7 to 8 p.m., beat Martha McCallum in, uh, in total audience. Uh, I don't even remember when, but it, was, it made big news. Everyone was reporting it except, of course, Fox News. <laughs> they were they were the one. But CNN had this story, and it's on the Internet. I think I retweeted it. So congratulations uh, to Greg Kelly and our friends at Newsmax. And look, it just goes to show. It just goes to show everything is cyclical. If you're not, if you're not, um, you know, giving your audience what they want, and, and in this case, news, then you're uh, you're going to lose viewers, and someone else, some young upstart's going to come around and uh, and you know fill the void that you created on your own. Eight five five seven six five a one zero four five is our number. This is Alec in Jacksonville. How you doing, Alec? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Well, thank you, Mark. Good to talk with you. Appreciate uh, you taking this call. Oh well, thank no, I appreciate you calling. What's going on on this whatever you want Wednesday, Alec? Well, I would like to encourage in that uh, 
Americans, especially those in the constitutional states of America, yeah. to call, fax, email, get in touch with their attorney general, and have them join an amicus with Texas. This is too important to mess up. We, the more states, the better. And uh, I just think that Americans need to get off their duff and do it and stop talking. Uh, no, that's, you know, that's a that's a great point. And here in Florida, Ashley Moody's our attorney general. And I think you can go to, um, you know, I think you can go. To, I think she's got a website or something. But you can go and you can call and you can say, hey, join Texas. You know, would join this lawsuit. Make sure that we meet Florida. Want, Florida's for Trump. We know Florida's for Trump by, by a lot of votes. By like 500, 500,000 votes. It was, and like one guy called in and said, you know, I was watching the election returns. There wasn't one minute in this last election that Florida went blue. It was red from the get-go. From the time the polls closed, it was red. And they were, they were hoping. There, no one wanted to call Florida. They called Arizona before the polls even closed there, but they didn't want to call Florida at all. And, and they waited and waited and waited. Then finally, like at 1030 at night, they're like, okay, it's not going to turn blue. We got to call Florida. So Florida's a Trump state. It's Trump's hometown. He left New York to come to Florida, and a lot of New Yorkers are following him. Uh, I agree. Florida should definitely show their support and jump in with Texas uh, as well. 855-765-1045. Mike on the south side. Hi, Mike. How are you? Uh, great, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely, Mike. Oh, what do you want to say today? Well, I'm hopeful about this lawsuit, but it makes me wonder, what about all the other suits about the real election and voter fraud, like uh, uh, that Sydney and Linwood and, and, and all the things they have going with the Dominion machines and all the stuff that happened in the middle of the night. Does that all go away? Oh, no, those are all. I mean, look, there's there's hundreds and hundreds of lawsuits that have been filed, hundreds more yet to be filed. There are individuals suing various counties and states and legislatures because they feel defrauded. There are there are the, the you know, Dominion software lawsuits that are that are still um, going on. And there's appeals because Sidney Powell's lawsuits in Michigan and Georgia were thrown out. There's a whole appeals process. So yeah, don't think that these are going to be end anytime soon. This is just the beginning. Um, and probably this election will be one of the most litigious in history. You're going to see more lawsuits, more decisions, more more lawsuits thrown out, more appeals, more judges, you know, uh, basically legislating from the bench than any other time in history based on this lawsuit. And that's, again, why it is important for the Supreme Court to get involved. You know, the Supreme Court, maybe they were just waiting for this Texas lawsuit. Maybe they're waiting for the big one. You know, they're like, we look, we could take eight little ones or just one big one. And maybe they just want the big one. And that's why they uh, they threw the Pennsylvania one out yesterday and with all the dissenting opinions. Again, a lot of people see the dissenting opinions as the Supreme Court coming together and saying, hey, we all agree we're not getting involved in the election. I don't see it that way. I see it as the Supreme Court, which, by the way, never agrees on anything. I see it as a Supreme Court saying this is not the election lawsuit we need to get involved in. This is them saying there's a bigger, better one. There's an all-encompassing one. If we're going to get involved in a suit, it's not going to be this one. And we're not going to dissent. We're not going to write any opinions. We're not going to say anything. Because anything we say could then, you know, uh, disqualify us from hearing another suit. Or someone else could point to us having to recuse ourselves. This is such an important thing. That And these Supreme Court justices are not stupid, even the Democrat ones. They're not stupid people. You don't get to be a Supreme Court justice because you're dumb. You know, most of the smartest people in office are not the ones that are in office. They're the ones that are appointed by other people. 
You know, they're like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm going to appoint you because you seem like you're really intelligent. So these support Supreme Court justices, they know what they're doing. And, and if there's a bigger, better case, if there's a case that will be more all-encompassing, that will be more decisive, that will really make positive change, maybe that's the one they're waiting for. And they don't want to dilute their opinions on that case by giving opinions on this lesser case. That's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with. That's what I feel. And this Texas case is, case is snowballing. The more states that get involved, the Supreme Court has to hear it. Because when it's a state suing another state, which doesn't happen often, and it's never happened in an election before, you know, but again, it doesn't mean it can't happen. It can and it is happening. The Supreme Court has to hear it. There is no other venue for a state to go to when they have a dispute with another state. Everything originates in the Supreme Court. Hey, thanks so much for calling. Uh, we appreciate it. 855 765 a 1045 is our number. This is Nada in Idaho. Nada, how are you? I am great, and it is so wonderful to get to talk to you, Mark. Oh, I was just thinking the same thing, Nada. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything you do. Oh, wow, I appreciate it. Uh, well, today's your day. What do you, what'd you want to say today on whatever you want Wednesday? Well, I'm, I'm wondering about the down ballot. Because we know that the presidential election was stolen. Mm. And like Mark Kelly in Maricopa County, Arizona, people detest that man. I cannot believe for a minute that they actually voted to send him to the Senate. Well, yeah. And, uh, so you're, what, you think that there were, you think someone was going on with the down ballots in Arizona as well? In Arizona, New Mexico, California, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't believe that Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, or Diane Feinstein were reelected. I've seen people out in the streets of San Francisco literally campaigning, I mean, citizens campaigning against Nancy Pelosi yeah. and London Breed, too, because of what they've done to San Francisco. It's a travesty. Yeah, you know, and that, and that, that is that is something that's quizzical. But to me, what's more interesting, I mean, because Nancy Pelosi, look, she only needs, what, 200,000 people in her district to win, and she gets them because they all think she's the bee's knees. Adam Schiff, same thing. All the Hollywood elitists who live out there in Studio City, they keep voting for Adam Schiff because, oh, they just, Adam Schiff is the guy. He's going to fight all these bad Republicans for us. Adam Schiff, well, they love the guy out there, even though the rest of the country despises him. We all think he's like this alien, alien evil being. But again, they don't care. They're just, they're just in and um, of themselves. Um, so those aren't the races that, that I feel are, are questionable as much as the other races that the Republicans won, which was all of them. No Republicans in the House of Representatives lost their seats. They gained so many more, dozens more. No uh, Republican, you know, or the uh, Republican majority in the Senate was not lost and especially and won't be after this election in, on January 5th that we can help it. So all of the things the Democrats thought were going to happen, all of these these Republican races that went to the Republicans show a strong Republican showing on the down ballot. And that is evidence, once again, that there's something going on at the top of the ticket. Because where else do you have a president who gets 10 million more votes? Where else do you get a president who retains control of the Senate by his party? Where else do you have a president who gains seats in the House? Where else do you have a Senate, a president that wins Florida and Ohio and Texas and doesn't win the election? You only get that in some alternate reality universe where the free and fair election was neither free, or, free nor, nor fair. Hey, thanks so much for the call. 855-765-1045. Man, we got to take one more quick break. We'll try to squeeze in a couple more here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show next. This is Marque Show. My name is Marque. 
855-765-1045. So we got a, uh, a guy called us earlier today. I sent you a video on the DM, DL. Uh, I DM'd you a video on the DL, and I don't want to talk about it on the radio. So I went in. I think that's the one about Cynthia Johnson, which I've seen everywhere, so it's not a big secret. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, Michigan Democrat um, Representative Cynthia Johnson was on a like a live video stream and she she sent out what she calls a warning message to Trump supporters, a warning message to supporters of President Trump. And if you miss it, let me play it for you. I have it here so you can hear it. So this is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. We ain't playing with you. Enough of the shenanigans. Enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order. Make them pay. I love y'all. I love y'all, except, of course, the Trump's. <laughs> that's an odd way to end that kind of message. It seems like, first of all, she's saying, hey, Trump supporters, enough is enough. Well, you know, step lightly. We were tired of the shenanigans. Then she has this this veiled uh, message to, you know, I, to call out uh, soldiers. Hey, you know how to do it, soldiers. You've been trained, I guess, what, to kill people? Is that, you know, do it, get it done, do it right, whatever. And then at the very end, she wraps it up with, love y'all. Which is kind of like, Trump supporters, you're horrible. You better watch out. We're coming for you. Soldiers, get ready to take out some Trump supporters. Love y'all. Uh, see ya. See you later. It's really bizarre. But anyway, this came out uh, yesterday, I think. And, um, you know, it's it, it's typical. We've seen this kind of thing before. We've seen Max, Maxine Waters threaten Trump supporters and say, get in their faces and and things like that. But but this woman, Cynthia, and this is a woman from Michigan. You know, this is this is why you have problems in states like Michigan. You have problems in states like Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, because you, these are your elected officials that think that it's not only OK to to openly threaten I mean, what other I, I believe it's a threat of violence. When you start talking about soldiers, soldiers are there for one reason. They're trained to, you know, kill people in a time of war. Well, uh, I mean, apparently she believes it's a time of war and she's calling on the soldiers to do what they have to do. Um, and she's doing it on a live stream, which, I mean, has millions and it's been seen by everyone these days or today. On, I assume that's the video he was talking about. But look, it's not unheard of. When you when, when when these people lost in 2016, they went crazy. And now that they think they've won, it doesn't mean that they're sane. They, they when you go crazy, you don't just snap back. You know, when, when that thing breaks in your mind and you've lost all semblance of what's good and what's evil, when you when you see something that you hate so much and it pushes you over the edge, you it's very tough to call, like climb back up that cliff and get to that place of safety. No, you're pretty much down in the gully for good. And even if you one day win or the guy you hate loses or you think you're back in power doesn't mean that your brain's working just right. And clearly this message that was put out there by Cynthia Johnson uh, from Michigan threatening, openly threatening Trump supporters with some kind of act of military like violence, uh, you know, it seems to, to seems to prove that point. But she loves us. Love y'all. Uh, <laughs> bye bye. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. I love you all too. I apparently, I'm sorry, I talked to, uh, way too long over that last break, so we're gonna have to get out of here. But tomorrow is Thursday already. I can't believe it's Thursday. 
We should know something from the Supreme Court about this Texas case later today or early tomorrow. We should know if there's other states that are jumping in the fray. Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, whoever else is going to get in on this. Um, and when we know something, you'll know something. So keep it locked right here on 104.5 WOKV. Uh, traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh coming up next. Bye-bye. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. So yesterday, uh, Josh and I were talking about McRibs for like 20 minutes, and then miraculously halfway through the show... A bunch of McRibs showed up at the front door. So today we're going to start the show by talking about pizza. Pizza? Yeah, like a little experiment. We're going to do an experiment. You know, like cheese pizza <laughs> and pepperoni pizza and veggie pizza. Or garlic. buffalo chicken pizza. Buffalo chicken pizza. With some Always. ranch dollops across the crust. Great oh, idea. Or one of those, mercy. One of those uh, pizzas where they have the garlic sauce that you dip it in, you know, which yeah, is basically yeah, yeah. just empty calories. Yeah, it's like butter. It's oh, like garlic butter, it's right? It's fantastic. Really, it's like adding, taking an oily pizza and just adding more oil and grease to it. <laughs> That's um that's how we're gonna start the show. And you know what? It's just an experiment. We'll see if maybe maybe we can manifest our thoughts. Maybe yeah. that's what that actually means. Um but anyway, we, superpower. Yeah, it's super that's right. We are we have superpowers. Are we superheroes? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We're we may be stupid heroes, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Anyway, what's that this is an exciting day today because today is a little something we like to call whatever you want Wednesday. And on whatever you want Wednesday, you can send us whatever food you want. No, I'm just kidding. You can call up and talk about whatever you want. If you want to talk about Donald Trump, no problem. If you want to talk about Joe Biden, we're not big fans, but okay. If you want to talk about the Supreme Court yesterday, I know a lot of people probably really concerned about what happened with the Supreme Court yesterday, and I don't blame you. It's very concerning when the Supreme Court doesn't want to take up a case that basically talks about the constitutionality of our elections. It's a little disconcerting when they say, hey, look, we know what happened in Pennsylvania. We discussed what happened in Pennsylvania even before the election, but we're not going to take up this case because we don't want to have anything to do with the elections. And I've seen I've seen now arguments on both sides of the aisle as to what the Supreme Court uh, said. And, and it was really I mean, look, here's the big thing about the Supreme Court. Here's here's why everyone's looking at this. Uh, and everyone's kind of looking at this twofold. Yesterday, the Supreme Court of the United States denied the uh, the uh, the um, the request for an injunction on the electors in Pennsylvania um, based on the lawsuit that was brought by one of the congressmen from Pennsylvania. And they said, look, this uh, this complaint, which was brought to Justice Alito and passed on to the Supreme Court, is denied. Now, it was a, it was like 10 words, maybe 11 words total. It was one of the smallest denials ever, and there were no dissents. There were no dissents, meaning of the nine justices, nobody wrote a dissenting opinion saying, I disagree with this. We should absolutely be bringing this up. Not Gorsuch, not Alito, not Clarence Thomas, not Kavanaugh. Definitely not Roberts and not Amy Coney Barrett, the newest and uh, and most Catholic of all Supreme Court judges in the history of time. So that was interesting to people. And that's something that people looked at. And a couple of people saw the the lack of dissenting opinions as a smack in the face of Donald Trump, a slam dunk that this election was 100 percent over. They were looking at it as, wow, this is the end-all, be-all for Donald Trump and the Trump campaign. This is, There is no recourse now. Joe Biden will cruise into victory. Joe Biden will be uh, certified with the electors. And on January 20th of next year, Joe Biden, in a virtual ceremony, will take the oath of office and become the next president of the United States. That's what a lot of people were saying. And they were very excited to say that, finally. But 
there's always two sides to each each issue. And the fact that this this particular case from Pennsylvania was smacked down by the court and there were no dissenting opinions, meaning everybody agreed we're not taking up this court, uh, this this case in the Supreme Court, that the Pennsylvania electors will stand um, and that nothing, you know, that that was done with the mail in voting in Pennsylvania was uh, was unconstitutional. Or at least if it was unconstitutional, we don't feel like we don't feel like getting involved. Um, There's another side to it. And the other side to it is what's happening with this lawsuit from Texas, because yesterday, Texas, the state of Texas, meaning the entire state of Texas under the uh, under the auspices of the attorney general, um, they mounted a lawsuit against Pennsylvania, against Wisconsin, against Michigan and against our friends just north of us, Georgia. And they sued on the on the basis that the unconstitutional practices of mail and balloting, both the distribution of and the collection and counting of were were unconstitutional through the entire election cycle in those four states into disarray meant that the person who didn't necessarily get the most votes um, is going to get the electoral votes. And in doing so. And in doing so is is breaking the electors clause of the Constitution. They're basically suing these four other states for saying what we're doing in our election is constitutional and what you're doing in your election is not constitutional. And it's affecting our president that we voted for here in Texas. It's a really, really interesting play on on the state of Texas or on the Republican Party or, or whatnot to do it this way, because the Supreme Court is the only court. That can get involved in interstate disputes, meaning if one state sues another state, it starts in the Supreme Court. You know, if I sue the other Josh, for example, for making fun of me for being bold, then I've got to take him to one court and then another court. And then we've got to go. We've got to go through appeals, appeals, appeals. And then you have to get up to the Supreme Court. But when one state sues another state, the only recourse is to go directly to the Supreme Court. They sit there on the throne and they're the ones that will hear. All right, Texas, what's your beef? And Texas is all like, well, I'll tell you what. Pennsylvania and Georgia, Wisconsin and Michigan, they suck at elections and it's affecting us here in Texas. We got this border wall we're trying to build. They're telling me Donald Trump can't be the president. They're going to put in Joe Biden. Guess what? All these illegals, including a bunch of damn terrorists, they're going to be running across the border. Where are they going to be running to? Pennsylvania? No, sir. Georgia? No, ma'am. Michigan, Wisconsin, ain't nothing but a thing. No, they're going to be coming right into Texas. So we would like you to tell them their election needs to be redone or their legislatures, in this case, can choose their own electors because we feel disenfranchised by their idiocy. That's basically what's happening. Well, the Supreme Court has to take this case. They don't have a choice. I mean, there's no there is no other way. When there's one state disputing with another state, it goes right to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court has given Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and Michigan and Georgia until today, I believe, at three o'clock to answer, which means there's a pretty good chance this could be heading to the Supreme Court. It means that by three o'clock today, Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin are going to have to answer and go, well, no, we you know what? A we did OK with our elections. And even though there were some problems, uh, we feel like they're constitutional because that's how they talk in, in Wisconsin and, and, in, and in Michigan. Um, but th- that's what's going on now. And a lot of people are saying, look, the Supreme Court justices knew this was happening. The conservative justices knew 
that Texas was suing these four states. They knew now that probably a bunch of other states like Alabama and Louisiana would jump in. And, and there's talk of Florida jumping in. In fact, uh, I've heard up to 10 states could join this lawsuit. And the more states that join it, the more the Supreme Court has to look at it and see that it's, it holds water. There's a justified um, a, a reason for them to take up this case. And if these conservative justices are looking at these two cases, this one in Pennsylvania, all right, there's a case in Pennsylvania. Maybe we take up that case. And maybe we say, hey, yes, Pennsylvania, these votes are unconstitutional. And maybe we say these votes cannot be counted or you've got to go back and fix it. And maybe Joe Biden doesn't win Pennsylvania's electoral votes and he loses 20 electoral votes. Well, he still has enough to be president of the United States. But maybe the Supreme Court is looking at it and saying, why are we wasting our time with one state? Obviously, there have been there have been problems with each and every state. There have been problems in all of these swing states. The mail-in balloting has been just a travesty. A lot of it is unconstitutional. A lot of times the legislatures didn't get involved when they were making these rules. And there are a lot of illegal ballots that really shouldn't be counted based on the fact that they don't match the guidelines that the founders put forward when they wrote the Constitution in the first place. Maybe they look at this case and say, instead of just doing it piecemeal, doing just Pennsylvania, Let's just take this case because it deals with all these idiotic states at one time and we can make a decision on all of it at one time and either put it to bed once and for all or make them go in and and take out votes, change the rules. Maybe we can maybe we can make a blanket statement for all of these states that all acted in this way. And in doing so, it would be a better use of everyone's time and it would have a more succinct decision. Uh, that's kind of what I believe is going to happen. Now, the fact that there were no dissenters to this also leads me to believe that there is going to be some action taken on the Supreme Court. And not one of these justices wanted a dissenting opinion out there published for anyone on this other side to um, to to comment on. Because when you look at a dissenting opinion, typically when the Supreme Court strikes something down or upholds something and there are dis- that's it. It's over. Right. When the Supreme Court says this is the way it's going to we side with Donald Trump. He's allowed to ban people from these countries because they pose a terrorist threat. Typically, when that happens, it's over. There's no more appeals. There's no more court cases. We're done. So Supreme Court justices at that point that disagree, like Elena Kagan or or, you know, John Roberts or whoever else, they can come forward and say, well, I dissent. Here's why. And on the flip side, when they uphold something like Obamacare, then Clarence Thomas and, and, you know, Gorsuch and everyone else can write their dissenting opinions and say, even though the Supreme Court voted in favor of this, here's why we on the, on the dissenting side believe it's bad. The fact that there's no dissent leads me to believe that this isn't over and they know it. They're not going to make they're not going to put forth an opinion because they still feel like eventually one of these cases could be the Texas case, could be another one that is yet to be filed. One of these cases is going to end up in front of the Supreme Court and they don't want anyone knowing before that happens what their opinions are because it could come back and haunt them. That's my two cents. That's my two cents. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 1045 is our number. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. All right. That's more like two cents. It's probably like. For like $24. Uh, anyway, as a quick break, we have more of your phone calls or some of your phone calls. We haven't taken any yet. It's whatever you want Wednesday, which means whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about. If you want to send us an open mic message, do it. Do it now. We'll get them on the air uh, here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show coming up.
from Vero Beach, Florida, and I want to send a special shout out to Navy SEAL Rick Kaiser, who's also the Chief Operating Officer at the Navy SEAL Museum in Fort Pierce, and Ken Corona, the Assistant Executive Director, retired Navy SEAL at the Navy SEAL Museum in Fort Pierce, and a special thank you to all those men and women in our military serving. God bless, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, it was, it was like, is it SEAL Day? I didn't even know. That's amazing. Hey, thanks to uh, all of our Navy SEAL friends. Uh, I didn't know there was a Navy SEAL museum either. I'd kind of like to see that. Uh, Star Star 104.5 is our number, or 855-765-1045 if you're trying to get through. This is Susie in Middleburg. Hi, Susie. Good morning. How are you? Morning, Mark. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Susie. What's up? What's on your mind? What do you want to say today? Well, I got two things today. Oh, great. One okay. Is remember the Alamo? Remember the Alamo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, it's Trump Day! Trump Day! Hey, thanks so much for calling, Susie. We appreciate it. Was it the Alamo Day? Is that what I'm thinking? Is that what I'm thinking? I don't know. Or is she saying just never give up, maybe? I don't know. We'll figure. Well, there's good. We're going to decipher that. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really, uh, we really appreciate it. This is Brad in Wisconsin. Hi, Brad. How are you? Yeah, Brad. How's it going? I'm doing great, Brad. Uh, how's it feel to be sued by Texas? Oh, it doesn't feel very good. I was also going to ask you today about the uh, 82nd Airborne and Operation Devil. I think it's Devil Storm. Yeah. And I also wanted to ask you about uh, what Trump tweeted today about being involved in the Texas lawsuit with the, uh, against the Supreme Court, or at the Supreme Court, I should say. Yeah, uh, he said that they're going to get involved. The, I mean, that means the, the Republican Party, of course, is going to get involved with the, um, with the uh, Texas lawsuit, lawsuit, which doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, this is, this, look, this is, this is how it works. Donald Trump's got one last chance here, and it seems like this lawsuit is going to be all-encompassing. Everything that he's been arguing, everything that he's been saying, it's all going to come down to Texas v. these other states, or Texas and Alabama and Louisiana and Florida and Tennessee, whoever else, because the odds are that it's not just going to be one state. It's going to be, you know, it's going to hold more weight if you have uh, more than one state. But, you know, but yeah, he, he tweeted this morning. He said, look, uh, here's the deal. There is massive evidence of widespread fraud in the four states mentioned in the Texas suit. Just look at the tapes and affidavits. He said we will be intervening in the Texas case. This is the big one. Our country needs a victory. He then went on to tweet about the rigged election. He tweeted, no candidate has ever won both Florida and Ohio and lost. I won them both by a lot, which is true. Um, and Florida and Ohio should probably jump on into this case, although I don't think I don't think Ohio will because, you know, they've got Mike DeWine syndrome. But uh, but anyway, yeah. look, I, I think this is this is a case that definitely the Supreme Court will hear. Um, I don't know which way they're going to go. And if they do say, look, here's the problem. All of these states had issues or all of these states acted in a way that was unconstitutional. I don't know what the ramifications are. I don't know if. It means they're going to have to go back and throw out a bunch of votes and they're going to have to redo the election. I don't know if it means anything for this election, but going forward, it is going to make it a lot harder for any state to try to cheat via mail and balloting um, because the Constitution sets for They're going to have to really pay attention to the Constitution, which is something that and, you know, to the Democrats credit, they pulled one over on everybody. They used COVID-19. They used the pandemic. They used the coronavirus fears. People standing in line, you know, uh, butt to butt. And butt to butt, is that how you stand in line? No, what's it good? But, well, anyway, people standing in line, super close to each other, breathing on each other, dying, dying there at the polls just so that they could vote. No, not in their America. So they really, um, they really use this to bastardize the system and, and, uh, and make it a place that, that was easy for them 
to dump a bunch of ballots in the middle of the night. Quick break. More of your phone calls. More whatever you want Wednesday. More of your open mic messages coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Mark, you should do your live broadcast from Georgia from the same room where they pulled out all the ballots from under the table. Oh, my God, that's a great idea. We should broadcast from under the table in Georgia. We'll be we'll put ourselves in a suitcase and we'll hang out under a table in Georgia where they pulled out the ballots and uh, and we'll do our show from there on. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. And, and then, you know, what else is we'll be there ready to, to pounce in case somebody lifts up the uh, you know, if they go looking for more ballots. At the runoff election in Georgia, we'll be under there with a with a camel. We'll be like, ha, caught you. Uh, that'd be that'd be interesting. Eight five five seven six five a one zero four five is our number. This is Roberto. Roberto, good morning. How are you? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Good morning. How you doing, dude? Oh, doing great, man. What's up, Roberto? What do you want to say? Well, I have an interesting premise for you, and I that's not my real name because I'm going to get in trouble with half the country here when I say this. Oh, okay. But Wait, which half, which half? Uh, the female half. Oh, okay. All right. Because the U.S. Constitution says when it refers to the president that it's he or him seven times in Article 1 and like 19 times in Article 2. Yeah. So in my humble opinion, Kamala Harris is an unconstitutional VP. <laughs> thank you, for, thank you, Roberto. Wait, well, she's not in the look. I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, we appreciate it. Star Star 1045 is our now that's something you can take to court you can say you know hey unless uh well unless you know maybe she could just change her pronouns that's something you can do now you just go on instagram and you change your pronouns and then you can be a he or a him or a they or a z or a whatever uh 855-765-1045 deborah in jacksonville hi deborah how are you i'm i'm, I'm fine i'm just laughing what he just said <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing i want to tell before i double into this uh texas thing is the guy that's been for, um up the 82nd airborne yeah do you realize they have a museum in North Carolina? Do you know where it is? It's in Jacksonville. No, the 82nd Airborne. Oh, uh, it's in, I don't know, where? North Carolina at Fort Bragg, if they haven't changed the name yet. Well, that's in Jacksonville. Well, Fort Bragg, no, there's a Fort Bragg with the 82nd Airborne in North Carolina. Oh, no, wait, that's in Fayetteville. It's in one, one of those right. villes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your geography straight. Oh, it's all these vills. I can't, you know. Hey, thanks. So I much. can't keep track of the mess. Yeah, th- thanks for calling, Deborah. We appreciate. It. What's in What's in Jacksonville? Oh, Camp Lejeune. That's in Jacksonville. That's. Thank you very much. Uh, and a bunch, of, also a bunch of tattoo parlors and strip clubs. Um, this is Barry in Jacksonville. Hi, Barry. How are you? Hi. How are you? Oh, doing great, uh, Barry. Thanks so much for calling on whatever you want Wednesday. Uh, what did you want to say today? So I was thinking that we need to raise a reward to offer to somebody that can actually tie all this together and maybe offer them a pardon to come up with the evidence that we need to tie all this debacle together. Oh, like Skinny state. Joey Marino was going to get a was going to get a immunity and a job with the Park Service, right? Yeah, like but, that. But somebody has somebody has all the information, and they're not going to get paid off. Everybody's not going to get paid off when they get into office. So the one person that has the evidence. Come forward, often our pardon and like twenty million dollars reward or something, just to get them to go ahead and complain. Yeah, I mean Barry, I, that's a, that's not a bad idea. But look, there is there's already thousands of people who have come forward and and signed affidavit. There's thousands of people going, hey, you know what I you know what I saw? I saw my U.S. Uh, PS truck full of ballots just disappear in the middle of the night. You know what I saw? I was working and I thought that food was being delivered at 4 a.m. Guess what? Just happened to be truckloads of ballots. 
Oh, you know what happened to me? I saw, guess what I saw? I guess what I saw. You want to see what I, hey, let me tell you what I saw. I saw them tell all of these Republican poll watchers to go home. They weren't going to count any more ballots for the night. And then when all the Republican poll watchers and the media left, they went underneath a table and pulled out suitcases full of ballots and started counting them well into the night, even though they said they weren't going to do that. You know what else I saw? I saw ballots being run through the machine five, six, seven, eight, nine times. I saw ballots that just had Joe Biden's name filled out and nothing filled out down the ballot i saw this in wisconsin and michigan and pennsylvania we saw all of it you know what we saw we saw people stop counting in the middle of the night we saw dominion servers we saw uh we saw thumb drives being put into dominion servers and palmed and hidden and all sorts of stuff but there's affidavits galore so many people have already come forward so and they're not and they don't even want pardons they just want the truth to be known they just want the election to be free and fair and until you know until one of these courts takes up the case it's not going to be and that's really one of the that's really one of the things I think people were originally upset about with the Supreme Court, because the Supreme Court's sole job, you know, who was it? Uh, Jamie Dupree. He, he wrote an email or something and said, look, the fact that there were no dissenters you know, and none of the nine justices wrote a dissenting opinion. He said that proves that the that the Supreme Court has no business or doesn't have any desire rather to get involved in an election. But elections are part of the Constitution and the Constitution is basically you know, interpreting that is is the sole purpose that we have the Supreme Court. So if somebody comes forward and says what this state did was unconstitutional, what that state did was unconstitutional, what these laws are being passed, these are all unconstitutional. If that's happening, that's the reason the Supreme Court is there. So I disagree with the fact that these uh, these nine justices all opting out of a dissenting opinion means that they don't want to get ele- involved in elections. I feel like they think if we're going to get involved in an election, it's going to be the penultimate case. It's going to be the big one. It's not going to be the little case of Pennsylvania, the little case of, of Michigan, the little case of Georgia. It's going to be the case of Texas and Louisiana and, and maybe Florida and Alabama. It's going to be the case of a handful of states versus a handful of other states. That's the case I think the Supreme Court is going to get involved in. And all these affidavits, everyone who's come forward, all these shenanigans, that is all, they're all on record. And these people, again, they don't care about immunity. They don't want money. They want the United States uh, to, to hold a free and fair election. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really, um, we really, uh, we really, really, really appreciate it. Jimmy in Ohio. How you doing, Jimmy? Good. Hey, Mark. Oh, hey, um, Jimmy. I just wanted to call in and say not all of us here in Ohio have DeWine syndrome. There's a... <laughs> Good portion of us trying to get him out of office. There's yeah. articles of impeachment already going through. So that is true. That is true. unfortunately so, right uh, now he's still in jail. Listen, Ohio, I, we love Ohio. We're big fans. I've been to uh, you know Cleveland and Cincinnati. Ohio and loves you, Mark. Oh well, that thank you. So uh, Dayton, we've been to Dayton before, and you know, uh, and uh, we have great friends up there on WHIO. But I'll tell you, man, the governor, the governors in Ohio, they're always so disappointing, aren't they? I mean, between John Kasich and and now uh, Mike DeWine, it's just it's you you guys can get the Republicans in office. They just happen to be the worst ones. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much for calling. We really we really appreciate it. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. This is Terry in Wisconsin. How you doing, Terry? I'm doing great, Mark. How you doing? Good. You ready for uh, for all these states to sue you? You know what? I I want our state to get involved in it because the only parts of this state. Are the I call them the hoods, Democrat-run cities. Yeah, I mean three quarters, eighty percent of our state does not want Biden. So how can the people of Wisconsin get in this lawsuit? 
I mean, it, well, the lawsuit's against you, so I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I, you could probably, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, you, the biggest Democrat-run city is the only reason why Trump lost. Correct. Uh, and that's the that's the truth. That look, we know it's four cities. It's it's not it's not four states. It's four cities. It's it's Philadelphia. It's Detroit. It's what's the big city in Wisconsin? Milwaukee. Uh, and it's the other one. What's the other one? Uh, Atlanta. So you got four cities. And in these four cities, you had this massive swell of late night voting that pushed uh, that pushed Joe Biden over the top. And these four cities are the ones that in some way or another basically won the election, despite the majority of the rest of the state uh, leaning one way, the majority of the rest of the state leading the other way. Um, you know, the, the number of electoral votes. And it's no it's no shock or it's no surprise that Pennsylvania is the hub of that just because of the number of electoral votes that are there and the and the, the history of corruption in the government it was an easy target. You know, it's a low hanging fruit, as they say. Anyway, I don't know if you can get involved in the Wisconsin lawsuit because you're not a state. Uh, but if you can get arrange statehood for yourself before, you know, maybe you split it up. Maybe you guys start seceding. You know, maybe that's the next step. If this lawsuit doesn't go to the Supreme Court or if it gets knocked down or if they lose or whatever, maybe Wisconsin just takes Milwaukee and throws them out and says, here, phew, go be your own state. You get four electoral votes. We'll keep the other six. And that'll be that'll be the end of that. Same thing in Pennsylvania. You know, take Philadelphia and say, we've had it, Philly. Go be a part of New Jersey anyway. We knew you all, you always like New Jersey better than us anyway. We're done. And then all of a sudden they take they take like three or four, maybe five electoral votes. And the and the other 15 get to stay with the fine folks in Pennsylvania that don't live in the most most corrupt city in the universe. I don't maybe that's going to be the next step. You know, I would love to see I would love to see a couple more states. But instead of Puerto Rico and uh, and and the District of Columbia, let's start splitting up these states where the all the Democrats live in. The, they're contained in the little urban areas. Let's make little tiny urban states. I mean, they, they're already trying to make autonomous zones anyway. Great. Let's let's let them do it in Portland. Portland right now, they're fighting back Antifa. Antifa is barricaded. They want an autonomous zone. And the mayor is like, no, Portland will have no autonomous zone. And I'm like, hell to that. Make the entire city an autonomous zone. Be another be the 51st state, Portland, and leave all your ridiculousness right there in your own in your own little area. And let the rest of Oregon, the beautiful state of Oregon with all the trees and the green, let them do what they want to do, because they may not want to do what you crazy people in Portland are all about. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. We got to take another break. We got tons more time for your phone calls. It's whatever you want. Wednesday, whatever you want to talk about today. That's what we'll be talking about next on the Marque Show. Have you seen the Tim Allen movie Santa Claus 3? It has Martin Short as Jack Frost, Amanda. We watched it the other night. He reminds me of these liberals. She's just, and Democrats, she's just creepily up there at the North Pole trying to destroy the North Pole and ruin everything. I mean, it just so, you should watch it sometime and you will see the Democrats. Yeah, well, I mean, that makes perfect sense that Jack Frost would be at the, the pole trying to destroy it because that's what the Democrats do. They go to the polls trying to destroy the election. Uh, star Star 1045 or 855-765-1045. And everyone also knows Martin Short, who played Jack Frost, is Canadian. And Canada is a socialist country. So it makes perfect. It's all. Who knew that Tim Allen uh, would have predicted the future 
in the Santa Claus 3. Star Star 104.5, if you're trying to get through, we have um, we have a bunch of people online that want to comment about all kinds of things. It's whatever you want Wednesday today. So whatever you want to talk about, uh, no problem. You can you can uh, you can talk about it. Nick in Palm Coast. How you doing, Nick? How you doing, Mark? Good hey. morning. Oh, good morning, Nick. What's going on, man? What do you want to say today, I sir? Three, three, three quick things for three. you. Okay, the three okay. big things we uh, need to know. One, I sent you a picture of Hannah, so you could put it in the uh, camera. And then um, you sent me a picture. Hold on, I'm sorry. You sent me a picture of Hannah. Yeah, so report again. So what? So you could put it in the um, the Hannah cam. Oh, the Hannah cam. Oh, like yeah. a like a cardboard cutout. Where did you get a picture of Hannah? Just out of curiosity. Uh, from one of your old shows that oh, she okay, was on. I got it. Okay. Oh, per- perfect. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. All right. What's okay, number? The second thing is, did you watch Stinfield last night on Newsmax? He gave the kid from um, the Nerf gun kid. He gave him a, um, a Nerf gun. Yeah. And he talked to the parents, and the, fa- the father is an NRA. Uh, Licensed instructor. Oh, that's I saw that. that by the way, yes, I've seen. I saw that the uh, I saw the Stinchfeld thing this morning. I saw that uh, Crowder dressed up as Santa and called him and and talked about guns as well. I saw them on Fox News this morning with Fox and Friends. This kid, by the way, is so over media coverage. He sits there. He's like, oh, another interview. Um, but the parents, yeah, they've been they they've been all over the place. This is it's been a it's been a big story for them. And this kid is going to be he's going to have more Nerf guns. He's going to have an arsenal. He's going to have like an entire militia ready to go Christmas morning. What was the third thing? Uh, the third thing was how come Harris hasn't um, given up her Senate seat yet? Uh, you know, great question. A lot of people are asking that question. How come Kamala Harris hasn't given up her Senate seat yet? Is she thinking, well, you know what? Before I quit the Senate, maybe I should make sure that I am going to be vice president uh, of the United States. Could be. Could be. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. But, Nick, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate that. And thanks for sending that that photo of Hannah. Um Star 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 Star, what, I was nervous there for a minute. Star Star one zero four five is our number. Jared in Texas. Jared, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. How are you, Mark? Oh, doing great. Hey, thanks for suing those states. We appreciate it. Oh, I'm so proud of my state right now. You know, the thing that I wanted to talk to you about is that I am just disappointed that all the other states haven't jumped on board. Imagine the message that it would have have sent. You know, me being a recovering uh, alcoholic. And a manager on large commercial projects, I can tell you one thing I know for sure is that inappropriate behavior that goes unaddressed will repeat itself and grow into worse behaviors. And so if you vote to do nothing about inappropriate behavior, you're saying that it's okay. We don't have to change. We don't have to fix nothing. And it will happen again. Yeah, no, you're right about all that. And look, more states are going. I don't know if Texas just like jumped up there and was like, hey, we're doing this. I don't know if they called other states beforehand to say, hey, does anyone want to be a part of this? But I know now there are other states that want they want in, man. They want in Alabama wants in and and Louisiana. I'm pretty sure Florida. I'm pretty sure that that Ron DeSantis has been on the phone with our attorney general all night saying we got to get in on this, man. I mean, it's Florida. It's Trump's home state. For crying out loud, South Carolina, North Carolina, Kentucky. You don't think Rand Paul is ready to sue anybody over the over constitutionality of the election issues? Of course he is. But you're right. Every state that feels disenfranchised, Idaho, Montana, Utah, Kansas, uh, Iowa, South Dakota, North Dakota, South Dakota. Where's Christy Nome this morning? If she doesn't file a suit, then I'm, I'm going to take my the poster of her down off of the office wall. 
uh, because I'm no longer a fan. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna snowball. I think you're gonna get more and more states today joining this lawsuit, and it is going to be. It is going to be the United States of America versus the corrupt states of America, and uh, and you know, hopefully, this is a case that will go to the Supreme Court. And as Donald Trump says, we will win. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up. Stay tuned.